When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, boys, girls, and NBs, and welcome to another iteration of our studio. My name's Josh. My name is Rick. And my name is Christian. And we are the, the Judges, the judgiest place in my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that statement. And the judgiest couple on that couch. I would agree with that yeah. statement. Yep, no lies detected. Here we are. We got the new setup. It's we- slightly changed. I got a only sign. slightly. That Luis gave to us. Shout out friend of the pod, Luis. It can change colors, but we're keeping it on pink. Unless you guys think we should pick a different color because it doesn't blend well with the wood backdrop. We're going to paint the wood someday. It's on the list. Uh-huh. It's it's on the list, Erica. What more can you ask for? I'm not complaining. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Josh! You know, you're in the doghouse. <laughs> you know what we what we do on this podcast? We podcast on this podcast, and sometimes I do that. So you're I'm not reading the mail. Oh shit! <laughs> this is why I'm the host, ladies and gentlemen. Whatever. Okay. She's just immediately going to the stories. Let's read those cards. I'm gonna fight you. PO Box fifty eight, Ottawa six one three five one. Is that correct? Yep. No. Fuck. 61350. We have um, a postcard from Scotland. Oh, my. Josh, let's hear that accent. No. Okay. I'm not confident enough today. It says, hello from your friends in Scotland. Please keep judging because it makes my weeks better. Also, Christian, you're in good company because archaeologists famously can't. And then it was covered by Fuck. We'll the post never office. Know. So... That's really funny. I, I imagine it's can't read. Yeah? It's uh, I can't. I'm assuming it says can't read. And then it says happy. Then it's covered. And then something, something in Edinburgh. That's what? really funny. Hey, man. Thanks. I don't know who, who it's from, but. Sorry your shit got covered by the post office. <laughs> yeah, that sucks because it looks like there's a little drawing under there, too. Um, but I want you guys to know that it says to the judges in parentheses, especially Erica. Now, is an archaeologist the one that find dinosaur bone? Dinosaur bones? No, or paleontologist. Okay, never mind. I don't want to go any further then. Okay, um, then we got a little. I'm assuming a Christmas card, but let me open that really quick. Just in time for second Christmas. Well, it, we it came here before Christmas, but we didn't open it on Christmas because we forgot. well, I can't show this because it's. Got them on it with Santa and their cat and their dog. That's cute. It's like an oh, it's like an actual Christmas card. Yeah, that's so cute. There's a note on the back. Oh, y'all are my favorite podcast. Seriously, most listened to on my Spotify Wrapped. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. perfect. No notes, not a single one. You've that's got, insane. You got no suggestions. Don't be a simp for us. Uh, enjoy this dorky Christmas card from our little family. I don't think it's dorky. I think it's adorable. I see. Adorkable, if you will. Nice. Just pretend like I didn't say that. I it's all I'm gonna throw call back to that like seven thousand times. That's a cute family. Isn't Look at the so dog cute? in the sweater. The dog's very cute. The little kitty cat. They're with Santa. It's so <laughs> cute. I loved it. Awesome. We should do a Christmas card next year. Yeah, it's weird to me that you guys don't. That seems like a very Erica thing to do. It does seem like an Erica thing. It seems like not at all a Christian thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, I bought Christmas cards this year to like just actual cards, not, you know, one with a picture or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's weird to me that I've lazy. done two more Christmas cards than you guys. Also, stamps are fucking expensive. Yeah. 
So that is true. Unless you go to our sponsors, stamps.com. Maybe this week. Probably not. Probably but not. Stamps.com were open because, boy, do I hate waiting in lines at the United States Postal Service to get stamps. And they just make it so easy. You can print your stamps right at home. You can print your stamps? I believe so. That's fucking awesome. I don't know how you do it. Here's the thing. Do you just tape them on? I have like, no idea how you do it. who has, like, sticker paper stuff? You, that's what you print it on? Well, I'm sure I you never, could. I, here's the thing. I've heard the ad a, a dozen times in my life. I'm always just like, how do you do that? You print them at home? You know what? Stamps.com, if you sponsor us, we're gonna, we'll are gonna we learn all about it. We'll use it. And we'll educate others. All right. Are you boys ready to start? And sometimes on the podcast, we find <laughs> stories to read and judge. And this week, we Eric is reading and judging. Take it away, Rick. Thanks for that introduction, Christian. We I'm got, not hosting. We this got episode. yelled at because Josh is, we stepped on his hosting shoes. And now he's done hosting. I was just trying to help you. We, normally, we give a little a little brief at the top of what we do on the podcast. In case people we pod- forgot, it's episode 82. Come what, on now, 83. What if this was their first episode though? Um, you you picked a good one because it's my <laughs> episode. It's episode. <laughs> All right. <gasps> Christian, no, the muted soundboard, his soul drained. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> this one is from r slash malicious compliance. Okay. We reading the title? No, you are, though. Mm. As hey, per- you got her ass. <laughs> you did it, dude. As per my NDA, I am not allowed to discuss this position with former employers. Since my firing is effective immediately, you are now a former employer. Okay, that's the title. Does that help you understand the story at all? No, not at all. (laughs) All right. Gather round as I tell you the story of the time I got fired at the worst place I have ever worked. From day one, it was a nightmare. There was zero onboarding or training. I was simply given the login info for a couple of different websites and told to get to work. Is this... Did you write this about the Judges podcast? <laughs> no. This is how Erica's putting in her two weeks. <laughs> this company planned large conferences, and I was in charge of speaker coordination. I was the only person in this role. The information solely resided with me. Not a big deal, I say to myself. I'm good at thinking on my feet. I'll just ask questions when I need clarification on something. That turned out to be impossible. My manager's first language wasn't English. I'm all for learning new languages, and I think it's a great skill to have, and it takes a lot of work and being able to speak. It takes a lot of work to be able to speak multiple languages, and that's impressive. The problem was their English was so poor that it was often very hard to understand what she was trying to say. I once asked if she had time to hop on a call and explain something to me, and she responded with, no cran, no cranny. C-R-A-N-N-E. No cranny. Self-skills is a must. I am a bird without head. It took me a few days to figure out what she was trying to say, that things were hectic, and she was running around like a chicken with its head cut off, and she needed me to be self-sufficient. Hey. Is this she no can do, and it was just a typo? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Regardless, I did my best in the position. Small mistakes happened here and there, but overall the speakers were very happy and felt well supported. I struggled on the communication with my manager, but I thought the company was happy with my work. Until four months in, when I was randomly pulled into a meeting with my manager, HR, and legal. Ooh. What? That's a big fuck up. (laughs) How does that just, how do you happen upon that? Like, how do you not see the, the emotions going into that? Effective immediately, I was fired. I asked why was I being fired, and since this was the first time I had heard of any problems, why wasn't there a write-up or a verbal warning? My manager said it was because the 10 minutes, I ran the analytics, it takes me to respond to an email was too slow. That was a bullshit reason, and we all knew it. If you don't like me personally, fine, but don't try and make this seem like I was a bad employee. To be honest, I was furious. We do the exit interview with HR, and she asks me to send over any documents I had. We worked on personal computers remotely. And describe where I was at in regards to our next event and our speakers. 
NDAs are really common in this field. I've signed one at every job I've ever worked. But this employer's NDA had a clause in it that worked to my advantage. It said, sorry, I said, as per my NDA, I am not to discuss intimate details or share documents relating to this position with any employer, past or future. (laughs) Since this firing was effective immediately, you are now a former employer and I am bound by my NDA. Mm. HR hemmed and hawed a little bit, telling me that, of course, I could speak to them about it. This was about their event. No can do. But what about the rules? I pulled out my copy of the NDA, always save a copy of your contracts, and pointed out the exact clause and said that it clearly stated that if I violated this NDA, I would be sued. So no, I can't talk to you about it. HR turned to legal and legal pointed out that I was technically correct. They were a former employee or sorry, they were a former employer and I was bound by my NDA. They fired me 17 days before the event. They didn't have time to start over from scratch. I still keep in contact with some of my coworkers, and apparently the event was a shit show and my manager nearly lost her job because of it. Over half of the speakers pulled out once communication broke down. All because I take too long to respond to emails. Gotta love it. <sighs> I I don't think I like malicious compliance, the subreddit that is. Why? Why? I like I just feel like I, I agree with this person. Like I don't give a shit about the employer. But they're so fucking smug about it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. That is definitely the air about like every one of the malicious compliance. Look at how smart I am. I read the NDA. Always save a copy. Shut the fuck up. That's fair. I read the fine print, you dummies. You don't read every single page of the 300 page contract you sign. We actually had a comment a a week or so ago on a previous malicious compliance that you you read, I believe. It was about a, a tenant who like had this super clean apartment and the contract of his. Lee said that the they could give tours through his apartment at any time. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so he started putting up like erotic mm-hmm. statues and stuff, and I was, was like, "Okay, dude, cool, but you're still a fucking asshole." I don't know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like fuck landlords, but also like, uh, well, that's why it's not posted in "Am I the Asshole, Josh?" Yeah. That's why there's a separate subreddit for it. I'm, like, yeah, they know that they're assholes, but I don't think they do. Sticking yeah, it to right. the man, they probably don't think think they are. What do we think the reasonable length to respond to an email is? 10 minutes is pretty fucking quick. That's insane. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say, too. Two weeks? Two days is pretty good. (laughs) I try to respond to my emails as soon as I get them, but especially with how busy I've been at work lately, that's not fucking possible. Sometimes I go, depending on how urgent the email is, I go a couple of days to almost a week, depending... It is what it is. Anyway, what I was going to say is um, this is why unions are a thing. Mm. You just can get fired for some random bullshit reason. Some random bullshit because you you took more than 10 minutes to respond to an email? Fuck off. Without warning, literally, how is he supposed to know that he needs to respond to his emails quicker if nobody fucking tells him? him. What I don't like, what was he, if if the reason wasn't that he was taking too long, what was he doing to make him hate him so much? Bro, I don't you, know. To fire you got a taste of the personality days, here. I guess true. They're smug, all right? I mean, even the way they were describing, like, it's really noble to to have to learn two languages, but this dude can't speak fucking English at all. Like, I was like... Yes, but I also <laughs> understand that having a communication barrier yeah, is difficult. Yeah. I agree with you that yeah. he's being a dick about it, but... <laughs> yeah. Listen, if he wants a job at the judges, you got it. And then we'll fire you in 10 minutes. You got 12 minutes to respond to emails (laughs) here, though. We'll let you know. That's a what, 20% increase? That's pretty good. That's a good deal. I just wonder, like, that job sounded pretty high stakes. I mean, like, the dude had to suck to get fired 17 days pre-event. I guess they were really banking on him dropping that info. Oh, Oh, for sure. They for sure were, like, give over all of the information. Yeah. And he's just like, "Mm mm-mm. I bet you that they changed the verbiage in the NDA, though. Instantly. Oh, instantly. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. Hmm. They were never going to get fucked by that one again. What if, could you, Is I mean, lawyers, contact me. Would it be illegal to, like, go into that and just give them all wrong information? 
like, um, oh, you didn't have the contacts for Mrs. Jefferson and Mr. Jones, and then you just swap everything so that the company gets fucked. To knowingly give false or bad information to a past employer? It's a very good question. I don't know. Like, what if I was getting fired and I just told, like, yeah, all the sand from that plant had a pH of 3.7. Sorry, buddies. Is that bad? Uh, yeah. That's pretty acidic, Horrible. right? Yeah. What if, though? And they were like, fuck, we got to do something about these this sand. So if a sand has that high of a pH, do they just sell That's it off as, low. like, this? Like that this, low of a pH. The, that high of a pH? Do they just sell it off as like sour powder for like candies and stuff? Or yeah, we how call does it, that work? In the industry, we call it sour. But okay. yeah, shut the fuck okay. up. Yeah, well, jargon on us. Mm-hmm. Pretty bold of you, Josh. Yeah. Now most sands, it's somewhere between like if it's ground silica, like six to seven. If it's whole Pretty grain, neutral. eight to nine. Basic. That makes more sense to me that it, that sand would be more of a base than an acid. Well, I mean, to be fair, it's not measuring. Nobody cares. Uh, You're going to cut all this. Uh, I'm not. I'm editing it, and I'm not. This is super interesting. <laughs> uh, you're not really measuring the sand as much as the stuff that's with the sand. So any clays, mm. any mineral, uh, heavy metals, stuff that's in there. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. You want to throw in some tidbits about your job? I mean, no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I feel like if I'm ever being like, yeah, I lie about stuff, I'm just really opening myself up to get fucked by anything. Oh, yeah, that's not a thing you can do in your job. I work in a laboratory science field, so we flub data all the fucking time. Yeah. Because customers don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Correct. And so you're just like, yeah, no, that's sand. Yeah, we reran that, and that was, yeah, we confirmed that. Yeah, no, I work. I work on medical equipment. I can't really flub data. Yeah, no, that's not. That EKG was working yesterday when I used it. It worked on me just fine. (laughs) All right, boys, you ready for the next one? Let's hear it, Richard. New song, Reddit. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. It's Am I the Asshole? Okay. How dare you? (laughs) How fucking dare you? you, you, I can't boo myself. You fucking lied to us. I fibbed. Boo fucking who, Erica? You're this getting... is a job we can fib lawyers, <laughs> lawyers write into us. Let us know if she broke legal um, standard precedent here. And I have never ordered. Taking... Order in my court. We're taking you to We're taking you to jail. Taking you to judgey court right Straight now. Straight to jail. Believe it or not, to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I love that sound bite. Am I the asshole for getting upset that my sister's fiance pulled me aside and patted me down at their wedding? Um, for weapons or drugs? Because either way, why? Yeah, I think at most he should have just done an optical pat down. Yeah. You ready? Isn't that part of like most people's wedding budgets is a guy to stand at the door to give op, op pats? Pretty good. I <laughs> thought about like having one of our friends stand security if, ah. if a certain person that was not invited showed up. Yeah. But I didn't need to. Yeah. That so it all worked out. How cool would that have been if we just got to fucking roll a dude at our wedding? Just get a yeah. 15 dudes rolling a guy? That would be fun. That's what the that's what the groomsmen are for. Yeah. We could have given purple nurples, wet willies, I atomic saw, wedgies. I saw a TikTok where this girl has glasses with no arms. <laughs> They're you not know. called arms, right? Yeah. They're called they're legs, arms. right? I would have called them legs. I don't. Regardless, they're arms. They hug your face. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Christian, do we need to talk about how Erica's not hugging your face with their legs or what? Um, you mean so they just they were just here on the nose? Yeah, I don't know how they worked. But anyway, these I, fucking glasses with these headphones destroy my ears and the side of my head. Don't you have contacts? Here's Yeah, but I've been so lazy lately. I don't okay, know. So... Like putting them in. <laughs> here's here's the thing for you guys. I don't know how to say the word, but I know the word for the kind of glasses you're talking about. It's a French word, so I obviously can't s- you know what? say it. It's just gonna take them off. Oh my. Ricky getting wild. Pincenez? P I N C E N E Z. It's like the old tiny glasses where it literally just sits on the bridge of your nose. Interesting. Well, anyway, I need those. <laughs> Apologies for the distraction. Let's Christian, get into the story. Christian, write that down for your next birthday present. Anniversary's coming up. There you go. It's true. You could 
if I give you some badass Morpheus glasses. Oh, baby. Tiny little rectangles, almost smaller than your eyeballs themselves. Erica getting red filled live on the pod. Please cut that. <laughs> you didn't cut out your burp from the last episode. I didn't edit the episode. Okay, so I, I did that part on stream and I was listening to it today. I was like, I meant to cut that out. I know you did because you repeated I the re- line. I literally repeated what I said. And I was, I was like, I definitely repeated that so I could cut it out. Oops. Twitch.tv slash judges pod. Live editing. This you have to cut. cut out this whole conversation. I'm not cutting it out. It's Christian. Cut it out. <laughs> I was just putting like a funny noise. What if I do like a slide whistle? <laughs> When's the last time you thought about a slide whistle? Uh, every time I fall in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> How often are you falling? We don't got to talk about it. <laughs> Please move on. If someone pushes you, is it a fall? Yes. <laughs> well, no? Most mornings. Who's pushing you? Judah's you... really got to pee in the morning. Are you being abused, Joshua? Yeah. I'll have a t- Is Aurora here? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, I'll have a talk with her. If you know what I <laughs> We're gonna, how could it be to roll a guy live on the podcast? <laughs> all right, all of that's getting cut. Are you ready for the story? I'm so ready. I'm 24 and I'm an addict who's been in recovery for the past six months. Did we read title? We did. Not. Am I the asshole for? Yes, we did read the title. I don't believe so. <sighs> Am I the asshole for getting upset that my sister's fiance pulled me aside and patted me down at their wedding? Optical we read the pat title. Down. Do we re- do we remember now? <laughs> that was like three minutes ago. I'm 24 and I'm an addict who's been in recovery for the past six months. I used and used until I was basically in poverty, and my older sister helped bail me out more than once. She's my best friend, and I know it hurt her a lot to see me like that. She also met her fiance two years ago. And he really only knew me as the junkie brother then. Honestly, I thought we were talking about a female. He's not my biggest fan, to say the least, considering how much I put my sister through. Despite this, she still invited me to her wedding last week because I am her brother and she wanted me to be there. When I got to the reception, my brother-in-law is greeting people as they walk in. When I walk by, he pulls me to the side and in front of everyone starts patting me down and says that he needs to check me to make sure I didn't bring anything in. I instinctively pull away because why wouldn't I and tell him not to touch me. He tells me to calm down and that if I want to be here, then he needs to do this. I tell him he's being ridiculous and I try to push past him. He stops me and tells me that if he doesn't want, he doesn't want to throw me out, but he will if he has to. I told him that he's trying to look tough, but it's just making him look stupid. True. At this point, I'm getting more and more angry and I'm practically yelling in his face at this point. Bystanders come between us and separate us and told my brother-in-law to just drop it. He said he would, but they can deal with it when I get out of hand. I just went to go find a seat after that. After after the reception, a lot of my family told me that I should have just let him do it and that I was acting like a huge asshole and like I had something to hide. I don't think he had any right to pat me down, especially in front of especially in front of people. And I don't think my reaction was over the top. If anything, he was the one acting like a huge douche by trying to start drama so he can look tough. My sister has refused to take any sides on this. What a fucking what the bad sister and wife. Pick a side. Come on. (laughs) Just pick a fucking side. Crazy that she's marrying an automatic set of stairs because that dude is a fucking escalator. That did not need to be as bad as it was. Uh, hey, dude. Boo. Thank you. <laughs> yes, really, thank you. got my hopes up real good. Um, yeah, I mean, I understand where he's coming from. It makes it makes a little bit of sense of like, you know, you don't want, I don't know how one person doing drugs is going to ruin a wedding. But if you got that fear or whatever, pull him to the fucking side. That's, that's the biggest thing. Not idea. in front of other people. Yeah. First thing is, did he not have like groomsmen or any kind of wedding party to have them talk to him, not make a scene out of it? Like, you're the man of the day, like hour day or whatever. So it's like, you go act like you're doing your thing and have somebody else deal with this for you. You don't yeah. have to be a fucking dickhead about it and like purposely make a scene out of it too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And also, you knew he was going to be there. 
why wasn't this discussed ahead of time yeah. with all three of you involved? You should have had that conversation with him like, hey, don't be fucking around at my wedding. This dude just wanted to look tough. He, that, he wanted sure. to look tough. Yeah. Do you think he had a camo tie? Oh, I fucking hope so. And like a, a suit with pant, uh, shorts instead of legs. Ooh. Or pants. <laughs> the pants. <laughs> like Didn't have any suit. legs. <laughs> I was trying to see if there's any good comments, but. Do you know if uh, like him and like 15 dudes rolled rolled a guy at the <laughs> wedding or. Did it say that he was clean and any like leading up to the wedding? Said he was. It said he used to be a okay six months sober, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if the dude's not actively like fucking with your life, yeah. I mean, and like she knows her brother, you should know that like how is he how he's gonna react at like a wedding, your sister's wedding, which is probably fine. Yeah. Uh, All right, I have a comment here that has like a slight tidbit of information that might change some people's opinions from the op no oh okay but it's got okay so we have an unpopular opinion here but everyone sucks leaning towards you being the asshole you've physically fought your brother-in-law while high at a family event once he should have done it privately but you have an insanely long road ahead of you Towards regaining the trust of anyone in your family, especially your brother and your sister-in-law, your brother-in-law and your sister. Seeing as you've been in a physical altercation with him in the past due to your drug use, I have several addicts in my family who have totally burned bridges and not being able to keep your cool when faced with severe distrust is going to start that process. And then they have an edit saying that OP has stated he's been in multiple physical fights with brother-in-law, so... Seems like vital information left out in order to garner sympathy and downplay the literal harm done by OP. Okay. So that that is a little bit of information that, like, I get a little bit more. But it's also the fact of, like, you are making a scene out of this. And it's more likely to start an yeah. actual fight by doing yeah. that. He's just escalating. Yeah. If, if, the, if the husband knows that they are prone to physical fights, which still, for all we know... It could be his the husband escalating it every yeah. fucking time. Um, that's, that's a good point, too, for sure. But, again, they invited him to the wedding knowing that this could happen. There could have been a much more delicate way to handle it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I But, I don't know, I definitely get OP's feelings here where, like, he feels like he's being attacked when even if he hadn't done anything wrong yet. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if if you if you're that worried about it, and maybe there was some d- miscommunication or dysfunction between the married couple, if you're that worried about it, and you're on the wedding day, and you're that that high, like intensity on the edge, mm-hmm. don't, don't invite him. Send him a fucking pictures. Like you're putting yourself in the situation to have to do that. Well, and see, that's that's very similar to the situation that we had at our wedding. Like my dad and I don't have a relationship because he's a drug addict and an alcoholic, and all around piece of shit anyway um i not because he does drugs but because of the actions he does well on drugs correct Ment- drug addiction is a mental thing not yes not a judgment yes that's correct thank you joshua um but i felt like i needed to have him there because he's my dad much like this bride felt like he she needed to have her brother there because yeah. it's her brother mm-hmm. and you know i sent a letter to my dad along with the wedding invitation i was basically just like here's all the shit that you've done this is why we don't have a relationship you're invited as a guest not as you know father of the bride or whatever and you know if you choose to come i hope you do whatever um but i was very worried that if he did show up he was going to be high or drunk and cause a scene so that's why i was like do i need to have somebody on security like watching his every move in the event that he does fuck around and like ruin my wedding day yeah but um after he read my letter he told me to fuck off and he didn't come so it's fine well he did show up but i sort of just went like this to him and he ran away my six foot four dad yeah i'm six five okay i was wearing platform tuxedo shoes okay and i saw it josh said you come any closer bucko i'm gonna kick you in your bad ankle and he 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 limped off and that's both of them because you're a bad guy. <laughs> Therefore, they're both bad ankles. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, but it was a beautiful day. Yeah. I didn't even think about him a single time. And it was fine. And mm. I wish I could say the same for this Person. situation at their wedding. So. Yeah. I, I just sympathized with this one. Yeah, sure. At a little late. close to home. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, for, all, for all you with shitty dads out there, I, I gotcha. I, I <laughs> feel <laughs> your pain. <laughs> I mean, at least from this person's point of view, they were at least going through the motions and getting sober and getting the help yeah. they needed. So it... I've, I've, I don't know personally, but I'm pretty sure part of the, um, got, like to health healing and stuff. Yeah, the recovery to, process to get a support system. Mm -hmm. And when you are thinking you're getting a support system by being extended this invitation, you go there and you get into a fucking fight. Yes, it's like man, that'll probably push you right back to abuse. Yeah, yep. that could have very easily triggered him into relapsing, yeah. and I hope it didn't. Right. Especially putting it on the internet for the, everybody on the internet to be like, Judge nah, him. you suck. Yeah. I mean, as a whole, everyone said that he was not the asshole. But just having those couple of comments that were like, nah, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. That's hard to do. Yeah. Yeah, so. it only takes about one negative comment outweigh a hundred positive. So that's, yeah. We, we wouldn't know anything about that. We only get positive. <laughs> positive vibes only, boys. And how about we pause this podcast episode for a quick break from our sponsors we need to lighten the mood after my sad story so with an ad yep bye came to come back <laughs> happier and richer probably It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hello and welcome back to the happier side of the podcast, Pharrell style. And we'll put one second of the Pharrell song in there before we get demonetized. Nice. Sounds good. We're going into a circle, George. Circle, George. Circle, George. Circle, George. Erica, what do you got for us? Oh, uh, well, you never said that that was a thing I was going to do, so hold on. This is why I'm the host. <laughs> All right. So, I'm still on Facebook, so I'm a fucking cringy boomer. Boomer. So, uh, do you know the page or the website, I fucking love science? Absolutely. I fucking love science. I feel like I found that on Stumble Upon once. Probably. They're they've been around for a really long time. Yeah. But they post interesting science articles usually that are already well known. But And you like science. I love science. <laughs> you could it? say I fucking love science. This is nice. Um, I think they're just IFL science now. SEO, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. You don't want to put fucking yeah. Does yeah. It? So anyway. They posted on October 8th and wanted wanted the internet to tell them their best science jokes containing dark humor. Because right before that, they posted that dark humor is indicative of a high IQ. Fuck. This, okay. So. I hope I find all of these funny. I hope my IQ shows that I'm a good, smart boy. So some of these are some jokes. And you're gonna have to guess the end. Don't be peeking. Oh, so we're we're you're giving us the setup, and we have to guess the punchline. Yeah. Okay. As a joke writer myself, this will be easy peasy. Pythagoras walks into a pub and says to the barman, "If X is the base and Z is the sine, what is the hypotenuse?" C squared. <laughs> no a idea. squared plus B squared. <laughs> the barman says. Why the long face? Okay. How is that dark? Because he's drinking? <laughs> well, yeah, he has... <laughs> he has a problem. He has an alcohol yeah. abuse problem, so... Pavlov walks into a bar, starts drinking. 
Suddenly, a telephone starts to ring, and Pavlov startles. I forgot to feed the dogs. Nice. Okay. Hey. Still not dark. He forgot to feed the dogs. (laughs) They're starving. They're at home barking, wondering where their food's at. They have drinking problems. All right, fine. You want a dark one? No, no. Atomically, the only reason that you can't pass through a solid is because you're repulsive. That makes sense. That one's directly to you, Josh, you sick fuck. (laughs) You vile human. Christian, you haven't passed a salad in months, man. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, you got my ass. Absolutely got my ass. Orion's belt is a huge waste of space. Okay. That's Um, it. Terrible joke. Only three stars. (sighs) (laughs) I like that one. That's a pretty good one. I do like that one. Schrodinger's cat walks into a bar. Or did it. And doesn't. Nice. Yeah, it's not even actually Schrodinger's cat. Like, that wasn't even actually a thing. Was it more of a dog or what? Like, that thing about the cat existing and not existing at the same time doesn't actually... That's not actually even applying Schrodinger's problem. So, Oh, what's his problem? That you can neither know the location and the velocity of an object, only one at the same time. Or it's a mm. particle or some dumb shit. I don't fucking know. I haven't mm. taken PCAM in years. Yeah, is it like, is it moving in a wave or is it a solid or some bullshit? What's the... You're talking about light? I don't know, dog. A biologist and a physicist are at a bar <laughs> and they both notice a shapely young blonde enter. The biologist knowingly states... That body is 70% water. The physicist replies, yeah, but look at the surface tension. (laughs) I have a vaccine joke, but a lot of people won't get it. Okay. COVID's over, guys. I thought this was going to be like, why did the fucking doctor die? It's because he was fucking huffing uranium in the back or something. There's no darkness. These are all just like, yeah, we got drinking problems and we sexually harass people. (laughs) That's a good point. Also, the dogs aren't fed. A proton and a neutron had a few drinks and got into a fight at the bar. (laughs) What's up with all the bar? (laughs) The police attended the scene and both were taken into custody. The neutron was charged. The proton wasn't. Nice. Wait. Shouldn't they use an electron? So that way it would be negatively charged. The neutron was charged? The, The proton gives the charge to the neutron. An infectious disease walks into a bar. (laughs) (laughs) The bartender says, we don't serve your kind in here. The infectious disease replies, well, you're not a very good host. Nice. Loved that one. That one probably went viral. Oh, dude, hell yeah. Hell yeah. This one's pretty dark. Okay. A little boy was black hole a little boy walked into a bar. <laughs> a little boy was trying to pierce the needle in a bird eye, missing and hurting the poor bird. When his sister comes in shouting, There was a terrible accident. Mom and dad are dead. He says, Don't make me laugh or I'll keep missing. What the fuck? What does wouldn't it hurt if he hit the bird eye anyway? I don't understand how that's a science is, joke. Is but... bird eye bird eye like a double entendre that we're missing? It must be. We're not smart enough. Our IQ, it's showing. It's low. (laughs) Why are curium, barium, and helium the medical elements? Because that's what you do as a doctor. You either cure them, you heal them, or you bury them. That's correct. If you can't helium or curium, you bury them. Yeah. Very good, Joshua. Thank you. (laughs) No applause for you. Yeah, that's fine. That's embarrassing. You guys know what kind of condoms I use? Magnesium. Because they're shit. They make you shit. What's magnum, magnesium? Oh, fuck off. I'm sorry your IQ is so... I'm sorry. I walked into a bar and I used a condom. Here's the thing, (laughs) Josh. My IQ might be low, but I'm an empath, so like my EQ is super high. Mm. And like I could feel like everything going on right now. Doctor to patient. I'm sorry, but you have... (laughs) Doctor to patient. I thought to patient was the last name. (laughs) (laughs) You dummy. Topanga to patient. That's what I was... (laughs) Uh, 
I'm sorry, but you have cancer and Alzheimer's. Patient. Whew, at least I don't have cancer. Nice. Now that's a good dark joke. What does DNA stand for? These nuts. Deoxyribonucleic acid. That's technically correct, but not for this joke. Fuck. Do not assessitate. National Dyslexic Association. Nice. That's ableist. That's not dark. That's just rude. (laughs) One more. One more good one and make it about a bar where I'm rioting. Two men walk into a bar. One orders H2O. The other says, I'll I'll have have an H2O too. The second one dies. dies. Yeah. What's H2O2? Hydrogen peroxide. Is that what it is? Yeah. Or is that H3O2 or something like that? Yeah, I think you're right. Last one. Better be about a bar. Two things that never get old. Dark humor, unvaccinated children. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we'll give it a- we ended on a good one. <laughs> I feel like, and Erica, don't take this personally. I feel like I'm probably gonna people who enjoyed that list as like a in in the sense of like this means I have an IIQ. I'll just watch Young Sheldon. You know what I mean? Ooh. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's that's such like middle America like forty year old mom. Like <laughs> I like these jokes because I have a high IQ. It's like that's like the white woman version of like liking Rick and Morty. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a ton of sense. And Erica, we're gonna have to clear our DVR before Josh comes over. <laughs> oh, you mean when we used to save it specifically to watch with him? Yeah, Young Sheldon. Yeah, you are the biggest fan I've ever met. And Rick and Morty. No, no, Rick and Morty. I never watched Young Sheldon. You watched all eight. I experienced Young Sheldon. One time, somebody I know who, I don't know if they still listen to the podcast, but once said, I like your podcast. This is when we were very small, mind you. Um, I like your podcast. It, I like it the same way that I like the Big Bang Theory. And I said, man, don't tell me that. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's the same as a one-star review That's not a compliment. He's like, no, because you guys make jokes that I don't get. And I'm like... <laughs> New spinoff, Young Christian, coming, coming next year. <laughs> Dude. He was very cute as a little kid. Oh, and the flashbacks can be played by your nephew, Colin. He's like your your twin from back then. It'd be so cute. Anyway, next story. Well, are you on story or submission? I'm going to do one more story. Okay. And then we'll do a listener submission before we go. To end it out? Okay. Mm -hmm. I like that. Sound good? Love it. All right. I don't know what subreddit this is from. It's from Reddit. I found it on Facebook. Again, I'm a boomer. Nice. I, 18-year-old female, am a cashier at a grocery store in my town. This afternoon, we had a large group of people come in together. Turns out they were extreme couponing. Mm. For anyone unaware of this, it's basically people who clip coupons and shop for a shit ton of groceries and they hope to pay as little as possible. Do you think? The couponers have like a cool nickname for themselves, like in the community. Coopers. Yeah, Coopers. Cu- yeah, Coopers. Yeah, and Coopers up in the Uper. Like they just do oh, a different sure. up there. Yeah, for sure, bud. Um, also, bad way to describe extreme couponers because that's just shopping is buying a bunch of things for hopefully the lowest price possible. <laughs> that's yeah. just me in the clearance aisle. <laughs> we see couponers all the time, but I've never seen anyone go as crazy as this family did. So basically the mom had hundreds of coupons and she didn't bring any money because she thought it would, if she didn't bring money, it would encourage her to do her best and get her groceries for free. That's a grind set right there, baby. Her family stayed by the cart, the cart corral, sorry. Family stayed by the cart corral while she shopped and every time she needed a new cart, they'd give her one and take away the full one. Eventually she finished shopping and she had about six carts full of stuff. My manager shut my lane down and helped me bag, and then we started ringing. You bagged pre-ring? No, obviously. He was there for to help her bag. Oh, I gotcha. We get to the end, and I'm ringing in the coupons when I get an error message on my screen that says my POS, point of sales, reached the maximum number of coupons for the transaction. Ooh. So my manager voided the transaction, and we started again and tried to keep each each group items together but we kept having the issue with the coupons. 
We even tried multiple transactions, but my store only had five registers and there were people waiting to check out and we couldn't get the coupons to go through properly. Um, fucking punch in the nuts. So the lady just decided she didn't want to get anything after all and wouldn't be buying anything in her cart. Carts, multiple carts. Her total after tax before coupons was $789.78. That's before coupons? Before coupons. That's a pretty good deal for six cards. I was going to say, that doesn't seem like that much. There were roughly 500 items listed on her receipt per diem, and her stuff wasn't just in carts. She was also purchasing flats of soda, big bags of dog food on rolling carts, flats of canned food. Was this at at Sam's Club? Where the (laughs) fuck was this at that she got that much for $700? The rule at my store is if a customer decides not to buy something at the register, then the cashier has to put it all back before they can go home. I had been at work since 5 a.m. and I was scheduled to leave at noon because I had to put everything back and I didn't get off work until about uh, I had to put everything back and I didn't get off work until about 30 minutes ago. Doesn't tell us what time that is. If the manager didn't help, they're a piece of shit. Let's just say that right now. Yeah. She had taken three hours to shop for herself. Anyway, when she didn't, when she said she wasn't going to buy anything after all, I had a visceral reaction and said to her, are you fucking serious? <laughs> I have to put all this back by myself. I should add that she left the store in shambles. The customer started bitching. So did her, her group. My manager got in my face. And I think the phrase lazy brat got thrown around. By the manager, the, the person buying or the manager gotta be the manager probably what the a manager. piece of shit fuck this manager yeah first off the manager has the authority to override that shit yeah and anybody be, with a soul be in trouble be. later yeah mm-hmm. anybody with a soul just be like you ain't gotta put it all back i guess her parents think that she was wrong that she shouldn't have said anything to the customer but her co-workers are like nah fuck that bitch yeah yep. but i don't know that's that's what i got for you i I mean, I guess you worked at American Eagle, so you probably have like extreme couponers. I had it back when I worked at CVS, mm. and they were like this, where they would get fucking like furious. Where it's like, it's like, listen, you didn't read the fine print, buddy. Like, I can't do your fifteen packs of RC Cola for two dollars because you didn't read the fine print. And they would just like storm off, and then I would get like bad reviews. Like <laughs> they, they would like call you. in. They would like call. Well, yeah, they do it to anybody. I feel like. It was as one lady in particular. Fuck you, lady. <laughs> like anytime you, if you like, did not bring her up right, she would like call into the customer service line and leave us a bad review. And it's like, she, we end up having to do like a store policy where you're. Back in the day, it was the Wild West where you could just have like eight carry cards or whatever the fuck they're mm. called, and they had to make it a store policy where you could only have one because she had one made out to every single person in her family and like her mom and dad. Mm. So she would just come and do like insane things and just get, I mean, CVS receipts are already like fucking eight feet long. CVS is notorious for that. She'd walk out with like fucking 10 of them and it's like, they're all like just three to four feet long. And it's like, what the fuck is going on here, lady? And I can't say that I blame people like this because, you know, you're working the system. Yeah, respect the hustle. For sure. I like that part, but when it's like you bought eight, eight like gallon sized laundry detergents, you can't be doing that much laundry, lady. Yeah. What are you doing with all the laundry detergent? Sits on a shelf until they go through it. But they came back and bought it every month. Like they, they have to be selling off. I mean, oh. maybe they are good people and they're donating it, but I don't. I think was going to say the they could be donating it, but they're probably. Selling. Do you guys ever watch Extreme Couponers on the Learning Channel? I did not. It's pretty fucking crazy. It's insane to see like the pre, like they try to go for the highest pre coupon total. Mm -hmm. And and then then, the lowest. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 1700 bucks pre coupons. It gets down to like 392 and they're like, fuck 392. Really? (sighs) There's nothing else I could do to get that lower. It's like lady. Yeah. You won. Yeah. You're stealing 1700 bucks. (laughs) One of my coworkers is into couponing and, um, She'll take videos of her, you know, pre, pre-coupon price, and then she'll show me the, and it just keeps going down and going down, and it's pretty impressive. I yeah. think that's fabulous. I can't imagine but... the fucking rush of it. 
Oh, oh for yeah. sure. But I don't have the time or the patience or the energy to put up with that shit. No. Like three hours of like grocery shopping Fuck. makes me want to like fucking end it. Yeah. For but sure. Think about it. That's the all your shopping for like two weeks. Oh, yeah. Two <laughs> weeks. That, not maybe. <laughs> that's why that's literally the hardest part about us like staying home and cooking at home. We fucking hate grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. That puts me in such a bad mood. Yeah. Such a bad mood. And then like fucking we don't want to cook when we get home. Yeah. I, I the way I do it is like if I cook a ton at home, which I haven't recently since um the light in my kitchen's out oh but thanks for inviting us to get dinner ever i well i don't eat out for dinner for, for, i mean for lunch specifically like i used to cook a lot for lunches and stuff ah. but I, w- I would just go to the store on my lunch break mm. like three times a week and just pick up what i would need see but, but it a, gets old <laughs> a lot of people at my work do that and then they store all their groceries in our one singular refrigerator yeah and then i have nowhere to put my shit yeah i so. just bought a cooler for my car what a guy well, wouldn't that be fucking smart and i don't buy meat really so i don't have to worry about that i don't buy dairy thoughts wow holier than that i get it josh you think you're better than us you got more of the science jokes than us you have a large <laughs> iq we get it um the Colts are going to the Super Bowl, maybe, but the Browns aren't. We fucking get it, Josh. Yeah, Browns got eliminated from the playoffs yesterday. They didn't even play. They played tonight. That's so upsetting. Yeah. Um, My sister, this is a little bit of a tangent. My sister went to a Bears game yesterday. Oh. I don't know. Bitch doesn't even know what football is. She doesn't even know football. And I, I just feel like, who's taking my bratty little sister to a Bears game? Yeah, because Bears games are not cheap. Exactly. And she said, I don't know where they were sitting, but the person like in the couple rows above her when, cause the bears won yesterday, I guess. Yeah. 29 to three against the giants. Hell yeah, I guess. And some because they won some dude sitting like a couple rows above her or whatever, threw out $700 in cash, just threw it on top of the crowd for people to collect. And this bitch didn't grab a single dollar. It's probably dirty money. Some dude next to her walked off with 200 bucks. Out of the 700? That's a lot. That's pretty good. I wonder if it was because they won or if it's because Robert Quinn broke the sack record. Because that was huge for Chicago. Totally. Definitely the sack record. For sure. It was actually really cool. It was it was so cool. It was so awesome and Eddie, neat. Eddie Jackson came down and he would have had a sack, but instead of sacking the quarterback, he just sort of stood there and went like this. So the quarterback like was like, the fuck are you doing and then robert Quinn came up and sacked him it was really fucking cool it was the coolest thing i've ever heard in my life here's that listener sound i need you to pull up erica oh guys sent us in listener submitted sounds via email at gmail.com or instagram dm please try to put like sound listener submitted sound something like that but you can also send in stories to those same places and we'll play some of them. We'll probably play all of the sounds. We don't get that many. We won't read all the stories. That's just logistically impossible. We are running out of sounds, so if you guys would love to send those in, we'd love it. Hoi, Kanoi. One more time. Hoi, Kanoi. Very good. Holy Kanoi. Very good. And we love all the listener sounds. They're all good. They're all a really great effort, and we appreciate everyone that gets sent in. Thank you. You're really fucking testing my limits with this bullshit. What if we put out like a request for a specific kind of sound? Like, hey, listeners, if you know how to play the bagpipes, send us in a sound. We do have that Scottish listener. That's stereotypical, Joshua. Not every Scottish person plays the bad bagpipes. Their grandparents do. You don't know that. Uh, you to be a grandparent in Scotland, you have to play the pipes. To be a grandparent. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. This... How are you gonna play at your your uh, associates' funerals? <laughs> Somebody's got to be there to play the pipes. This listener submission is from Instagram. Thank you, Instagram. Am I the asshole for secretly signing up my brother-in-law for spam mail and emails whenever he pisses me off? <laughs> That's really yes. funny. I mean, <laughs> it's very annoying, but that's really funny. All right. My husband is an identical twin. When we first started dating, he said it was very important to him to have a relationship with his brother. 
He never questioned it and always supported them having a friendship. We were It'd all be weird not to. <laughs> It'd be weird to question it. <laughs> we were all friends and in the same program in college until my husband and I got engaged. He would call my husband multiple times throughout the day, would text him nonstop, and would even get mad at me or him if he didn't answer when we were together. Oh, I'm getting possessive. It became very clear to me that his brother had an extremely dependent relationship on my husband. When we got married, I asked my husband to set some boundaries with his brother after he called multiple times while we were doing uh, something, something. What? Oh, they're married. Never mind. It's okay. <laughs> my In hus- God's eye. My husband agreed, and he was starting to get really tired of his constant interruptions as well. This is what began World War Three. Wow. It- Anytime he was with his brother, he would constantly tell him how controlling I was, how I didn't really care about him, and I was forcing him into a relationship. My husband, for the most part, the punctuation is really bad. Guys, learn how to put periods and things. Anytime he was with his brother, he would constantly tell him how controlling I was, how I didn't care about him, and I was forcing him into a relationship. My husband, for the most part, ignored him, and we moved on. Even when we had our children, he would constantly blame our children for my husband not wanting to hang out with him anymore. His twin brother dated this girl for a couple months, proposes, says that if they they either will get married or they'll have to break up. They end that, up getting married. That's how that works, right? <laughs> I'm pretty do sure you that's get, what a proposal is. Do you get a no and a proposal? I'm like, okay, we'll do a couple more months and then try again. Sometimes, yeah. Really? That's yeah. insane. Yeah. No, that's not fine. That's normal. That seems insane to me. They end up getting married two months after the engagement. Too soon. And then we spend the next six years with him constantly trying to break us up, whining about his relationship and mooching off of anyone he can. He also treated his wife like crap. He was emotionally abusive, wouldn't let her have any friends, blamed all their problems on her, including that she wasn't sexually satisfying him. She finally got the courage to leave him and invited me over after they had split always loved her felt very sorry for her so i went then she proceeds proceeds to tell me that the main reason she divorced him was because he had been cheating on her their entire relationship and she had proof that was the main reason there was other reasons there was other there's plenty of other reasons she showed it to me including pictures and texts from his best friend catching him cheating on her when they had only been married for a few weeks i was livid Everyone in their family lets him get away with it, and no one ever came first. Go ahead. Can I have an addendum? 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 Uh Uh-huh. You should do more than sign him up for spam emails. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the least thing you could do. (laughs) So he's always getting away with shit. Uh, No one ever comes for him because if you do, then he throws a fit, and then the whole family will get mad at you. Uh, My husband said there's no point in confronting him when he would deny it and it would just cause another fight. So I took it into my own hands. Real vigilante here. Oh, my husband is enabling a serial abuser and cheater? Fuck this dude's Yahoo. Every week or so, or anytime he annoys me, I sign him up for a free catalog, spam email, and embarrassing pamphlets, including ones for erectile dysfunction, hefty boy magazine, in parentheses, he is extremely into his looks, and my personal favorite, a magazine subscription to Cheaters Recovery Programs. What is Hefty Boy? Is that like someone <laughs> who really know. likes garbage bags? I don't know. After a pretty terrible family dinner, I was feeling annoyed, so I go to sign him up. My husband catches me and asks me what I'm oh. doing. I tell him the truth, and while thinking it was a funny while he was thinking it was a little funny, he told me to stop. I told him no, I'm not gonna do that. I found while doing this it became a lot easier to be around him because I know in some small way karma is getting him. My husband telling is telling me not to be so petty and to just move on. Am I the asshole? Your no. husband might suck too. I get here's here's the problem. As a twin, I feel like you're always gonna have the bias. I'm like he's not that bad. People just don't get him. But your husband shouldn't be doing that. Fuck him. You need to sign him up for worse, I think. Yeah. yeah. We need to get him on our emailing list. Put his phone number on Craigslist. Ooh. Good. He mm-hmm. would still be the asshole, let's be clear. But 
Yeah, but this dude sucks. So, <laughs> uh, can write get... his phone number on every shitty bathroom stall in every bar That's that you really go into. Good. That's really good. Make a fake Tinder profile with his pictures and his numbers, and just put "I have a degradation kink." kink. Please, please shame me. Please shame me, and t- tell me how much my physique sucks. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Erica's into it. <laughs> I am. That's a great idea. <laughs> and not just Tinder, all of them. Bumble, Hinge, Grinder, all of them. Or this week's sponsor. Dipsy. Fuck, I can't remember the uh, a different dating app. Grind, did you already say Grinder? I did. <laughs> I'm all out of uh, what's the fucking one for celebrities? Come on. Raya. Raya. You gotta get invited onto that shit though. Hmm. That's crazy. That story really, listener. Sorry that you're in that situation. That yeah. story really fucking took a turn. Yeah. It's just like, ah, oh, just sign him up when he, because wasn't the title like signing him up when he annoys me? Yeah. It's like, that's more than annoying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's like your, your reaction is like, I get what you're saying where it's like, it's just one little thing you can do where like, you don't feel that bad about it because it doesn't actually negatively affect him that mm-hmm. much, but it inconveniences him. Yeah. And he needs a lot more than being inconvenienced. He needs a fucking crowbar to the back of the head goodbye earl style that was a what goodbye earl I mean, goodbye techni- earl technically they poisoned him the black eyed peas and the black eyed peas did it fergie ferg no they fed him poisoned black eyed peas who did the dixie chick wanda and, and marianne who the fuck are you talking about the dixie chick song goodbye earl the chicks you mean Oh, fuck. You're correct. The chick song, Goodbye Earl. I think my coworker once was like, you know this song? Goodbye. Like, and yeah. It must have been Goodbye Earl. And yeah. Like, and no. you texted me about it and we had a whole conversation. Don't remember that. Speaking <sighs> of not remembering things, I don't remember past like 1140 on New Year's Eve. That's because you were fucking hammered. Yeah. Uh, Eric, uh, Aurora sent me a picture of me showing Christian something on my phone and I was like, I don't remember what you showed me, and I uh, well, don't I, remember being I tweeted that drunk. Off of, it was a tweet. Ah. Was it my tweet? Mm. Was it my tweet quote tweeting Christian's tweet? Yes, that's what it was. <laughs> I remember, I remember, or I don't remember the picture, but I tweeted off of Judgy's pod on Twitter. Um, just said, like, what is Josh showing Christian on this phone? Wrong answers only. And it's like, listen, your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. The next morning, it was, it was the day after at, like, 7 p.m. I was like, I don't remember anything from last night past like eleven forty. Reverse, like really? And you don't I was remember like, New Year's, like actual like. No, you didn't race me to kiss my husband this year. No, so. I remember giving Aurora a, a smooch, but I was mid sentence, so I made it real quick. Um, but I don't. I was like, I don't remember it, and like it's probably one of those things where like if I would have tried to remember earlier in the morning, I maybe could have like jogged my memory. But by that time, I was like, I. Yeah, Christian throat punched me before he kissed me. So. <laughs> Like, he did it, like, a little bit on accident, and I was like, <laughs> and then he was like, oh, ha-ha, chop. I told her, Oops, I was like, I don't remember anything. She's like, really? You don't remember, like, trying to take your shoes off when we got home, and you fell down, and I had to take your shoes off for you, and then I helped uh, you get your pants off? He's like, like an idiot. No. I do think that was the hardest funny. powered hour I've ever had. I thought I was going to throw up at one point. Really? It's when I came back from peeing, and I had a two, like, two back-to-back, and it was just like... Not enough of a break, and I thought I was gonna throw up for like the next five drinks. Hmm. Yeah, we did a power hour on New Year's. We always start one at eleven o'clock. I think it's because like we don't drink that much anymore. Yeah, it's yeah. been a while. Like Halloween was your last power hour, and we normally do a power hour once a yeah. month. <laughs> <laughs> we used the used to for sure. Well, speaking of a power hour, that wraps up this power hour. Hell yeah! So, like I said, head on over to Twitter at Judgy's Pod, but also Erica, where else can they find us at? On Instagram and you said Twitter, Twitch, Twitch, uh, Patreon, YouTube, YouTube, YouTube Spotify. Stop saying Letterbox, you fuck. <laughs> what was that handle? Oh, that's at Judgy's Pod. J U D G I E S Pod. And guys, leave us reviews. Spotify, you can now leave a starred review. Do that. If you're on Apple, please re- a review on Apple with the comment we always read them leave a nice comment make us feel good i screenshot all the good ones and send them to christian and erica and then once we get to a thousand we'll make erica watch something fun 
Okay, thanks for listening. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. I hope this is the right button. Have a good week, everyone. And don't forget that the judges love you. Josh, I cut through the fucking screen at the drop. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.